Attention all you sex fiends, sinners, degenerates, and deviants. If you're looking for a hot new sex toy, now is your chance. Sex toys don't care about what's in between your legs, and that's the sign of a true ally. Go to either B-Vibe or Lawand and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 20% off your entire purchase. That's S-E-X-E-D-W-I-T-H-T-I-M for 20% off anything you buy from their websites. Check the show notes for more details. Once again, that's Sex Ed with Tim for 20% off both B-Vibe and Lawan products. Your next orgasm is on me. Mwah! The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I'm a certified sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And Ellie, I have a question for you. Um, what do you call a sugar daddy that just want to be friends? Oh, God, I like this question, but you're gonna have to tell me. A PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. I really want to use that. I'm going to remember okay, it. Pal. I'll, I'll have, give you credit. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but it's truly stupid. Uh, I have like like two other things here. They're so stupid. Like what do you call a sugar daddy in a wheelchair? Um, meals on wheels. <laughs> Ooh, that one's good too. I need to look up sugar daddy jokes. I had no idea they even existed. There's a bunch. This one, this last one is so stupid. It's like, what do you call a sugar daddy who's HIV positive? Financial AIDS. Um, <laughs> oh that's yeah. bad that's probably my favorite one though i know it's one of those like really stupid dark jokes that like you probably shouldn't say it but it's so funny you can't really stop but laugh <laughs> no i'm gonna do an episode on my podcast that's like 40 minutes of sugar daddy jokes. sugar daddy jokes that's gonna be that's gonna be episode 40 i'm calling oh my God. you right now Please, I have to be like, that would be your most financially stable episode. That's going to bring in all the ad revenue. All the sugar daddies are going to come and be like, she's funny. I'm going to take care of her. Mm, exactly. <laughs> I'll fly her here. I don't even care where she is. <laughs> Honestly, just the power of humor, right? Um, oh, my God. Listeners, like that very beautiful, cadent voice that you hear on the other end of the mic is none other than Ellie Ray of the Sugar Pussy Podcast. Hey, Ellie, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I've been excited for this, actually, since we connected because you're hilarious and we have so much to talk about oh my god i stalked you on social media and i listened to your <laughs> podcast and i'm like this is going to be so much fun the content might just be annoying for other people but i'm going to have fun so i don't even care <laughs> i truly don't care what other people take away from this because we're having fun we're talking about sugaring like it's just going to be a wild chaotic time and i'm here for it we live oh um, same absolutely <laughs> so um 
uh ellie let's uh go back to the very beginning what is sugaring first of all what is sugaring that is a loaded question i think (laughs) i think that it really depends on the person a lot and what they want out of it but traditionally i like to say that sugaring is a non-traditional relationship where you're dating and the terms are defined very early on that one person is financially helping the other as one of the positive relationship benefits and the other person is providing their time their energy positivity company companionship intimacy all the things that can be complicated to get from a normal relationship when you don't have those really hard conversations when you don't have these like when you're going into something with expectations up front it just clarifies everything and it's still an exchange like a traditional relationship they're just different and they're just defined but like that sounds like any other relationship what makes a sugar relationship sugar specifically like why is there a sugar daddy and sugar baby because one person is looking for financial support usually it could also be mentorship or it could also be experiences but it's pretty much usually regarded as financial right and then the other person has that ability to provide that and so it's just more defined terms that's how i look at it anyway but the problem is is i have had sugar relationships with people who are not filthy rich and cannot do like insane monthly allowances, right? But what they can do is they can take me on a vacation or they can take me out to dinner when I am in a place where I'm not going to spend $200 on dining out on my own. That's that's ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. But that doesn't mean I don't enjoy that. And so that doesn't mean I don't want that experience. And if I enjoy company with this person, like, that's great. And I still consider that a sugar date or a sugar dating relationship if it's defined at the beginning yeah because like why the fuck not i mean money is like great but i think (laughs) vacations and a nice ribeye steak is even better like yum (laughs) there's everybody wants something different right and i mean obviously i like a i like an allowance too but that's not always what i need in life or that's not always what i'm looking for and sometimes the chemistry is just great with the people and so it's like Eh, it's okay. I still want to hang out with you, <laughs> you know? So it's always different. <laughs> I mean, I guess your money's great, but I guess you also have a personality. I'm going to have to like it. Ugh. No, um, I I love a man whose dick is as big as their wallet. So um, that's kind of like my, <laughs> that's kind of my criteria for a sugar daddy. Um, but you earlier go. you said um, there's like sugar daddies that aren't filthy rich. I know from my previous experience of being a sugar baby myself, there's a term for that. I believe it's salt daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Can you give us a little more one-on-one on that? Um. So, yeah, salt daddy, that's when they're not really coming up with the allowance or the money, right? So instead of sugar, it's like they're tricking you with salt. I think that's where it came from. But I could be wrong on that, actually. But my thing is, like, you have to come up with the terms ahead of time. If you're not doing that, then you're not doing your job as a sugar baby. And so you're going to find out if they're a quote unquote salt daddy early on. And in my opinion, if you're if you're really going through the steps, how I think you should go through them, then you really don't have much to risk because you're getting a bag ahead of time. You have the terms set ahead of time is like 
it doesn't really matter. And if you agree to have a relationship with somebody who who can't just give you a big allowance or whatever, you're the one agreeing to it. So I've never really had a problem with salt daddies, honestly. If you're going into a salt daddy relationship, that's your fault there, baby. That's totally on you and not on the daddy. <laughs> I think so, personally, but that's me. Uh, I mean, like... For you, you have, like, a lot of experience being a sugar baby. Like, walk us through from, like, when you decided to be a sugar baby to where you are now. Like, what was that journey like for you? So, I think it was around six years ago when I was in college. And everybody had told me going into college that my first semester, I should just get used to being a student and not get a job right away. So, I could understand, the like, the academic how that was all going to go for me, what what I had to left to spare energy-wise, all of that kind of stuff. So I was like kind of getting annoyed at not having extra income to go out with my friends and hang out with people and have extra money to spend, all that kind of stuff. And one of my friends jokingly was like, well, you just need to get a sugar daddy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hilarious. But it was that little seed, right? That's all it takes is a little seed planted. That and then inception. you're like, oh. <laughs> It just grows. And I'm like, oh, I can't get this idea out of my head. So I started doing research and like, okay, there's this site called Seeking Arrangements. And I'm like, I'll just make an account. I won't actually do anything with it. And then I ended up here. <laughs> so <laughs> I, obviously I ended up here. So I did something with the account and it it actually went really well. There was a lot of learning experiences that went badly, but none of them went so badly that I completely stopped, obviously. And um, I eventually just like learned these are the do's and don'ts and this is what I want out of it. This is how I have to approach these to be healthy in these relationships. And then I was like, you know, there's really not a lot out there. There was no guidance that I could find other than Seeking Arrangements own blog, which I'm like, that's a little too close to home for me. <laughs> that's yeah, that the only resource. That's the only yeah. resource I could really find to like help or like be any guidance. And I'm like, this is becoming a bigger thing. People are starting to talk about it. And yet it's still really hard to know how to act or what to do or who really can be a sugar baby and all this kind of stuff. So it became kind of a passion thing for me. Aren't there like conventions that surround like sugaring specifically? Or am I like dreaming this? Up? I think I think there there might be, but not where I am based. <laughs> I think they're probably all <laughs> in like California, <laughs> and I have not I have not participated in any of those. I also am kind of an unconventional sugar baby. I think I really don't fit. I think what a lot of people think a sugar baby should be. So I don't I don't have like really really expensive like thousand dollar dresses or anything like that. I just kind of like am myself. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, okay, so let's stick with that, because that's going to segue me into, like, my next line of questioning, which is, like, um, you know, there's this image that people have of what sugar babies are, or, like, what they should be, and then you just said that you're an unconventional sugar baby, so what is a conventional one versus how you define yourself as an unconventional one? So I've met a sugar baby based out of L.A., and she was very much more of what I imagined than what I am. I've also met sugar babies who are more of like, they do it how I do it. And I've interviewed them as well. And it's like interesting to see how they can be varied, right? And how it can just change depending on where you are in the country. That's a huge, that's a huge thing, actually. And she um, would talk about how 
oh, she couldn't believe how a lot of sugar daddies would offer such little amounts. And I'm like, what do you do? What do you go for? And she's like, I mean, at at least a thousand dollars a date. And I I was like, wow. Okay. So standards. Okay. That's not, that's not usually the race uh, here, but there is a whole Reddit page about how much, how much sugaring really should go for around the country and everything and it's that's really the only place that i've looked at and it's kind of chaos right it's hard to find your location on that i mean it's reddit that's like a cesspool (laughs) all on its own yeah oh my god but like yeah in in la that's i mean that's what it is i'm just like god damn i thought i thought my rate was high whoa so (laughs) but yeah and then she would I mean, a lot of them will buy handbags and clothes and they'll get cars from their sugar daddies and stuff. And I'm just like, I have a hard time believing this really exists. It does exist. It's just like the 1%, right? And that, but Mm -hmm. that 1% is what everybody thinks of when they think of a sugar baby and a sugar daddy. The rest of everybody in that world is probably more just like a relationship. They're just like, it's like dating, right? That's how I look at it. It's just dating dating. with really defined terms (laughs) up front (laughs) and an age gap Uh, usually. I can't. Like when I hear the word dating, I just like itch because there's feelings and emotions attached to it. I'm so allergic to it. Yeah. I know. Emotions, intimacy. No, thank you. Girl, Girl, I know. And this is coming from a sex educator (laughs) who coaches people on how to date and how to find relationships. I'm just like... I'm going to help you through that, but I'm not going to engage myself in that. Thanks. Which hey, is why I like sugaring what? more. <laughs> that's that's huge, though, isn't it? Because you can decide how involved you're going to get with sugar dating. It's a real thing. That's true. Okay, yeah, because like when I was a sugar baby many, many moons ago, I felt so in control, right? I mm-hmm. felt like... Um, what is it like the I felt that the relationship was on my terms and my terms only, and I'm like, ooh, I I get to be a top for once, you know. Um, <laughs> but like when I was telling my other queer friends about my sugar relationship, they were giving me like this side eye, which was very like shamey, and I was like, excuse me, um, they were. I don't know if you ever watched Drag Race, but there was like this whole sugar thing. It's like, I never had a sugar daddy. I will never have a sugar daddy because you'll never be that girl. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, they're, they were giving me like this judgy kind of thing because they see a sugar relationship as one sided. Now, from your experience being a sugar baby longer than I have been, do you think that's true? That a sugar relationship is a one sided, you're getting and then they're not getting anything out of it? No. They know what they're signing up for, for one thing, when they go on seeking arrangements, if that's how people are meeting. Also, like I was kind of saying, there's that conversation ahead of time. Before you guys enter into anything, if you sit down and have a conversation, both of you know what you're getting out of the relationship and get it putting into the relationship. And so they can ask for whatever they want to have. Like one of the more recent people I met up with wants a live-in and like all of this stuff like a, like somebody to devote all of their time to him and everything and I'm just like you sound great that's not what I can offer 
Mm. have a nice mm. life <laughs> like and we part we parted ways no harm done and so because you can make whatever demands you want with these types of things it can't it can't be one-sided and also the amount of time a sugar baby tends to put in to a sugar relationship is always more than it might seem because even you had you do have to be presentable and you have to take care of yourself and then there's the mental preparation and the mental come down after a sugar date because you're putting so much of yourself in for them to have a good time you're pre- you're presenting them with a perfect date or a perfect girlfriend or boyfriend experience and that's a lot of emotional and mental effort you don't do that for your like everyday partner every single moment that you're with them. You can't. A person can't do that. And so when you're on a date with your sugar daddy or even maybe sugar mom, mommy, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we're but when like you're on just a date using the them, binary language. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. We're using binary language here, but like it can be literally anything. Sugar mama, sugar daddy, sugar, I don't know, uh, glucose guardian. Um <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Right. But yeah, yeah sorry but, to interrupt you. Keep going. No, you're good. But like, I'm just like, when you're on a date like that, that's a lot of effort going into it. And it can be exhausting. And so you're definitely giving a lot of yourself. And they're getting a lot, too. So, and generally, these people have more money than they know what to do with anyway. And so it's like, <laughs> the little amount that they're giving you every month is pocket change and then they're getting this amazing relationship out of it like it's fantastic for everybody if it's done correctly so like when you're going into this date like there's already like a pretense or like you know the context of what this date is going into like you didn't just pick up some stranger off the street and then you're gonna expect it to be a sugar date like you're meeting these men through seeking arrangements so they know that they're meeting a sugar baby that's how I that's how I've always done it. I've never just presented somebody with, "Hey, do you want to be my sugar daddy?" and then we've gone along with it. I know people, I know people who who would do who do that and they've had some success with it. But personally, I mean, seeking arrangements is not perfect. There's tons of tons Bugs, of sifting through is, there. Yeah. It's insane. A lot of the people on there are really greasy, but um it it still is better to me than like going to the rich part of town and sitting at the bar <laughs> and then <laughs> bringing up a sugar relationship like that's just no <laughs> that's yeah. not what i'm going to do <laughs> cuz for me i've never used seeking arrangement i met one sugar daddy because i was an escort and then he said that he wanted to stop seeing me as an escort but rather like pursue a relationship but knowing that if we're going to pursue a relationship he wants to treat me nice. And oh my God, Ellie, this guy literally spent on dinner $3,000 like it was nothing. And I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? You fully like bought five bottles of Dom Perignon and like how many steaks? Shit. I'm trying to watch my figure to be a good sugar baby, but you're going to like fatten me up. Okay. I guess. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know. Was... I just stopped paying attention to how much money is being spent <laughs> because otherwise I'll just be like, like fainting. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. 
I know because like I see all these commas on their bank account, and I'm like, "Oh, it must be nice. You want to like put all that cash on me instead, Daddy?" And it's just, <laughs> yeah, I- I'm so truly like amazed at how much money these pe- these guys have, like just to throw away. Like it must be nice, you know? Mm-hmm. For fuck's sake, it must be great. And um, there's this other like um myth about the daddies themselves that they're just lonely old men and the women the babies are manipulative what are your thoughts on that i think that's a little sad i think because it's just it's it's reductive putting people in a box right you could be a lonely old man who's also really outdoorsy could be <laughs> like like i'm sorry that's not all somebody's gonna be either a manipulative young woman or a lonely old man like you could have those qualities too and also have all of these other things uh i don't know <laughs> i think that's just kind of like a sad right sad way to box people in i do think that a lot of people when they get on there as as being a sugar daddy they're definitely missing something but that's not, that doesn't mean that that's bad. A lot of people are missing something. The manipulative young women part of it, I like think, gold digger is, is the title. Yeah, I have right? a huge problem <laughs> with yeah. the term gold digger. It really it really pisses me off. It's super sexist and like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. we don't need that anymore. But I don't know how you could be. I, I don't know why you. This is better. I don't know why you would want to be on there. And just be like nasty or manipulative and everything when you can just have a great relationship and get all this good stuff out of it in the first place. And if you realize that and if you realize that if you do it the right way, it's going to be way better and you're going to benefit way more. You don't have to be all these other things. There's no reason to do that. And I think most people, if they're in an actually successful sugar relationship, have figured that out because they're pretty hard to find. What is a successful sugar relationship? Where everybody is happy Aww, and healthy. Ew, you're so fucking corny. That's true, right? It's true, right? Where where I mean it can be whatever where if everybody's getting what they want out of it and everybody's happy with it, that's like success. Because right. I've had successful ones that last three months. I still consider that a successful Aww. really like whatever but then i also some of like my favorite ones have lasted over a year and it, it just depends on what where you're at in your life and what you need but yeah really so long as everybody's getting what they need out of the relationship that's what makes it successful because some people are going to need more financial help than others and like it's just yeah have you had multiple sugar daddies at one time so i have but the problem with that is I wasn't active, like they weren't both in the same area at the same time or whatever. So I have one sugar daddy who I haven't seen in probably like two years, but we still communicate because we live in different places. And so he might text me or whatever, and actually we're actually trying to work something out right now that we want to meet up in this city or whatever for this length of time. So he's still like technically a sugar daddy. I just don't see him regularly. And then I have, like, my current one. So technically, yeah, I do have multiple sugar daddies, but usually they're not, like, active. 
at the same time, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, 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 and that's totally fine. Like, you're not going to have a threesome with two of your daddies at the same time. <laughs> but um, Probably oh. not, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like to have threesomes with other sugar babies. Oh, okay. Hello. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you know that some daddies have multiple babies then? Yes. So, actually... One one that I've known since like I probably started. I don't see him very often. He's got a lot. He's very open about it, but he's got a lot of sugar babies. And then the is he open I'm, to one I'm more um, here in Canada? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk afterwards. Yeah. But wow. Then the one I have right now, I know he he's he said that he's on seeking arrangements because he just moved here. And he wants to make friends. No, but like friends? Ew. What do you mean a sugar daddy's looking for friends? Huh? Well, no. I mean, and he, he's really chill. So, because I have a partner as well, right? And I tell oh. I tell people. So, yeah, I have a partner. And we're open. And he's totally on board with the sugar thing. And then I was telling this sugar daddy when we were first setting setting things up about that and he's like you know i had this wild experience one time where this girl i went on a sugar date with she needed she i was like should we take this back to my place and she's like can you give me a ride because my boyfriend dropped me off and she hadn't told me that yet and i was like what and she's like yeah well he gets really turned on at the idea of of me with somebody else and he's like, oh. And so then they went back to his place and they were fucking. And then she was texting her boyfriend while she was fucking the sugar daddy. And then he's like, well, I left the door unlocked. He can come over. And they had this like wild experience. And he's like, would you be open to that? And Girl, that is wild. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, you truly have to give me his number because I'm like... <laughs> I will give him, I will provide the full fantasy of you like, yeah, I'm seeing you, daddy, but also like I'm kind of cheating on my boyfriend and he doesn't know about it, daddy. <laughs> oh man, it's wild. Like it's and it's fun. I'm like, well, I mean, maybe, you never know. He'd probably be down, but I yeah. want to get to know you a little bit better. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. That that is so wild, uh, but you know what? I live it. I, I'm I'm living. I I love that fucking like fantasy. You're living your best life, shit. Which is like, I feel like is a very um, when you're living your best life, that kind of like fights the next myth that I was gonna say, where um, sugaring is considered as anti-feminist because you there's this myth that like uh, sugar babies are playing into the stereotype of women who are so dependent and petite and demure and are always needing men's validation and dependent on men's money. Now, what do you have to say to those really weird femi feminist people that are like, no, stop being a sugar baby. You can't rely on men for everything. But it's like, it's nice to rely on someone else for money, though. It is, yeah. Well, also, it's kind of a power move um, to be a sugar baby, I think anyway, because I think you're so literally, too. Yeah, you're literally being able to present yourself in this way that's super desirable. That I mean, 
that they're paying you for your time and they're paying you to spend time with them, that's fucking power, I think. I think that's amazing. And I got off on that for a long time, not gonna lie. Like I was like, this is this is definitely like this is definitely a kink I'm tapping into. I did not know I <laughs> I Girl, had honestly like when I see cash in my hand, I could just jack off into it. <laughs> honestly. Well I had I had one sugar daddy bring a uh, hundred dollars in ones one time <gasps> and then like like rain. just rain mm-hmm. rain the mm-hmm. money like mm-hmm. on yeah yeah that was that was a that was pretty fun too anyway i love that i love so that. i think it's i think it's powerful i also think that anytime somebody is like you're choosing what we've fought against like i'm talking about a feminist so this could be sugar dating it could also be being a submissive in a power exchange or power dynamic relationship anytime they're like you're doing what we fought against the response to that is by choice i'm choosing this and i can choose to leave it at any point in time the reason we fought against this the reason it was bad in the first place is because it wasn't a choice is because women Mm. had to be in those roles but nowadays there's there's no there's nothing wrong with liking those things. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad. Like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with I- anything really so long as everybody's consenting and healthy and happy and it's done properly. And so anytime somebody is like, "Oh, that's not feminist." It's like, "Is it or are you just are you not thinking this through cuz if I'm choosing it, then it's perfectly feminist." Girl, they're jealous that you're getting all this money. <laughs> that that can be the case too. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly, they they probably are because they're just mad that they can't get a sugar daddy and that they're drowning in all this debt. Um, no, but even as a sugar baby, I was like drowning in so much debt. I'm like, I, I was gonna say, I more? am still drowning in debt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm still. <laughs> Part of the reason why I'm still a sugar baby. Exactly. Which is also like this really like funny misconception that people have about sugar babies. It's like we're supposed to be living the best and most glamorous lives. But like that's not always the case. There's Mm -hmm. sugar babies out there that are like, you know, scraping by because, you know, you end up with like a really horrible sugar daddy or um, you're, you're just in your own little financial situation. So like. I don't know where people are getting the idea that a sugar baby is like the pampered little princess that we are. Because they see the one percent I was talking about earlier, and most of that's like most represented of sugar in the dating, media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of sugar dating isn't the one percent, and it's not really. I mean, there are only so many uh, like eligible men out there who are actually like <laughs> filthy rich right a lot of yep. the a lot of the sugar daddies like they have money to spare but they're not like sadly they're not like billionaires not all of them are billionaires so no no they can't they can only do so much they're only willing to do so much but it's enough so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's enough to have like a good sugar baby so it, yeah. it works my sugar daddy was not a billionaire. Um, he only had a lot of money because he won it from a divorce settlement. Um, oh. Yeah. So um, he left his wife so that he can continue to fuck me. Mm, that's some good tea there. I know. I know. Yeah. Wow. 
I know. That's a little ego <laughs> boost. I, it was it very much is an ego boost. And like, uh, not to like brag or toot my own horn, but my bussy has destroyed relationships. It has torn down kingdoms. National anthems have been written about my asshole, the gorilla grip that is my booty. Um, yeah, it's late. Oh my God, Ellie. Literally, yes. the last relationship I ruined, he didn't even tell me he was in a relationship. He only said that after we had sex and he's like you're better than my boyfriend and i'm like um you didn't tell me you were cheating um i don't know how i feel about this oh yeah yeah it's weird that's amazing i love that i love that confidence too at just the confidence letting it wash over me and like i'm trying to absorb it (laughs) right now i need i need some of it don't we all um uh have you ever met like a really trifling sugar daddy like that explain that just a little bit more like Like exactly sketchy shady who had their own ulterior motives beyond the sugaring yes and no uh so there was one i never actually met in person but in his bio i thought it was really interesting he wrote that he's into unethical cheating huh and i'm like I had to reread it like a couple times. He's like, I really love, I get, I get so, I get so turned on and I get off by cheating on my wife and I'm into unethical cheating. And like, I was like, this is, this is interesting. This is Mm. like, not many people are so open about that. About being a piece of shit. Um, Yeah. mm. Yeah. So like there's, there's that kind of a, kind of a deal. Yeah. And then there are obviously there's a ton of sugar daddies, especially on like seeking arrangements who are married and it's it's not ethical. I did have one contact me, though, who was married and he's like, you don't we don't have to. But sometime someday, if you're comfortable enough, my wife would love to get involved. And I'm like, (gasps) that's amazing. I love this so much. Tell me more. Tell me more. You guys do this like as a couple? And he's like, yeah, well, I mean, she doesn't always get involved. It's kind of hard to find sugar babies who are okay with this. And I'm like, if you didn't live so far away, I'd be... I'd be there right now because I think that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. I if I'm ever rich, I'm totally gonna do that. That'd be so much fun. Can you imagine? Like, ha- like, oh yeah, I'd love to you have to... have a sugar baby with a part. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. Oh my god. That that is. I wish that for you. I love that for you. I am going to manifest that for you. And Thank you need you. to update me when it happens. Yeah. Because I plan I'll to be, be like, rich by thirty. It's gonna happen. Uh, I'm. <laughs> Putting all this crystal energy towards you, it's going to happen. And then Thank you. I'm going to get a cut in it because I help manifest that energy. <laughs> Absolutely. The pro- that's the problem. I'm never going to be rich because I'm just going to be like spending it all, giving it all away. Um, no, you're going to spend it all and give it all away to, you know, to, to good causes because you got a good heart, Ellie. I know you. you you're, yeah, you're they're got- having my own sugar baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's all going to go. Ah. that's the goal to have enough money to be your own sugar daddy (laughs) oh my god we need to have like a better i don't know non-binary term for that like a sucro superior um sucro superior (laughs) supervisor um (laughs) something funny a sweetness supervisor i don't know i don't know i still really like sucro's guardian 
No, Glucose Guardian. Glucose Guardian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cute. Needs to be, I like but that. there needs to be like um, one that still can use SD. So like uh, something, yeah, yeah. but that's, that's, yeah. So you can is, think on that. Yeah. Is SD like just short for like the forums and stuff or? I mean, yeah, that? that's, that's how I always do it. Cause yeah. it's too much to type out sugar daddy every time. No, no. I thought it's like to avoid the censors because like on Instagram, oh. we type in SW for sex worker so that we're not ghost, uh, ghosted. What's that word? A shadow, shadow band. Shadow band? Yeah. Yeah, so we type Dude, SW. Instagram is that. annoying with us. So annoying. It is so anti-sex work. It is annoying, but it's our only platform. <sighs> I'm really going to try to utilize Twitter. I am oh, yeah. so over Instagram. Twitter is fantastic. So. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. I have seen so much porn on Twitter. Oh, it is I love great. Twitter for porn. Are you kidding me? It's amazing yeah. for porn. Oh, my God. I've connected with, uh, like, so many other, like, sex workers there. I've kind of, like, crowdsourced um, sugar baby information from other babies back in the day through Twitter. It's fun. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, I also have, like, another question when it comes to a sugar daddy. Can anyone be a sugar daddy? Or, like, is there, like, a specific age bracket that a daddy needs to meet in order for them to be considered a sugar daddy? Because, like, I can date someone five older, five years older than me, right? Would that be a daddy or I think it what? just comes down to the financial requirements, right? So I talked to somebody for a little while, and he was my age as a sugar daddy on Seeking Arrangements. And he's like, I have always been really socially awkward, and I really want a sexual experience. And, and he's like, he was going to put all his money front. And he's like, but the thing is, is like... I need more of a relationship for this to happen for me. Like, I don't want to hire an escort or something. I'd rather, like, get to know somebody. Like, so he was going to basically be a sugar daddy regardless of if he was rolling in money for <laughs> to eventually get to a sexual experience. And it was, like, a mm. bizarre thing. But then he just disappeared and ghosted me because I was, like, all about it, right? But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. happened. But so that's just an example, right? I think it comes down to more of the financial side. If you can come up with the funds, then I think anybody Listen, can be a sugar daddy. If you can afford me and then we can talk, right? My rate was $500 for the hour. So um, I'm a very expensive escort. Uh, I, like, I literally just served like the top 1% of the city. And then I had to, like, lower my rate because then I started working by myself instead of with a pimp. And then that's kind of where, like, you know, the salt daddy started to come in. Like, <laughs> I can treat you so well, babe. I'm like, um, treating me to a $5 meal deal at McDonald's is not treating me well. What are you talking about? <laughs> Rough. <laughs> but it sounds like I you know. were doing fantastic. That's amazing. I was. I was. Hell but, yeah. like. Um, you know, I had to slowly retire out of sex work and sugaring because of like my own like mental health stuff. And also like life just gets in the way. That's that's a real thing. I actually just started a, started a course um, for love coaching because I actually want to work with sex workers current and past like specifically. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. It's super rewarding when you like meet other sluts in your 
in your path. And I'm like, you know what? We're in this together. We're kindred spirits. We all got to fuck that one guy that is just so gross and annoying, but we're doing it for the money. <laughs> that's that's why I can't escort. That's, why, that's like the reason I have to be meticulous about finding sugar daddies because a i want somebody who's like reoccurring for sure i want the actual dating experience and b because like there has to be chemistry there for me or i'm just out i can't i have to either be emotionally or mentally like or intellectually attracted to the person or physically like there's got to be something there right <laughs> okay me. this is this is an interesting dynamic because i've had more experience as an escort but you've had more experience as a sugar baby now i want you to from your own personal point of view, what do you think is the difference between escorting and sugaring? Okay, I'm because glad you specified similar. what do you think because mm-hmm. it can personal be diff- very different. Yeah, personal opinion. I have done what I consider escorting through seeking arrangements because it was before I knew what I was doing and I didn't really, I was like, well, yeah, this sounds fine. Like I can handle it. But the problem was, is I would show up I would do the thing, I'd grab the bag and like leave and everything. And then I just, I didn't have that connection with them and I didn't feel great afterwards. And sometimes they would hit me up again and I was just like, this isn't really what I'm going for. If it's strictly sex and there's not a lot of anything else, like I don't feel great. So the difference to me is really a relationship. Mm. I want to actually build like a, like, Friendship, relationship, actual chemistry, actual intimacy. I, I want to actually be spending time with this person as if it, I was, like, dating them. I want to actually enjoy my time with them. Like, sure, sex, intimacy, that should be part of a relationship. So I don't really see a problem, problem with that. I'm not going to enter a relationship myself and just expect or put it out there at first, like, no sex. So that's not how I handle sugar dating either. But so that's the biggest that's the biggest defining factor for me is like I want an actual relationship because otherwise it just I don't enjoy it. Right. Okay. so that's interesting because I kind of would have to agree with you on that because for me, it was just work. And yeah, it was like a relationship in the sense, but it was a fabricated relationship. And like, um, not every single one of my clients were looking for sex, because some of them were kind of just looking for intimacy and just like, you know, a hand to hold or just someone's shoulder to cry on. And yeah, yes, I am like fabricating this fantasy for you, this like really caring boyfriend that you want for the night. And it was like, um, it was hard for me to emotionally make up this scene whereas sugaring you're you genuinely want to be there and like you're not you're not really focused on the money are you it's more of like the connection comes first and then the sugar comes second yes and i found that more recently too because the sugar daddy that i have now i really never discussed the money with i was like you know what honestly this is where I'm at. This is why I want the help. I'm trying to pay this off and pay this off. And I'm trying to save up for this all at the same time. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm on the site. But honestly, like, I like you. I, I like hanging out with you. This should be fun. So whatever you want is fine with me. 
Like, whatever you want to give is fine with me. Like, the allowance, whatever you come up with, that's fine. And I've really been leaning more into that lately. And that's not what I recommend, especially if you're new to sugar dating at all. But I'm to the point where I don't want to do it if I'm not enjoying my time. I don't want to do it if I'm not enjoying the person. It's just, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to keep showing up. So, Right. You actually need to build a connection with them mm -hmm. before you pursue anything further. Yep. That's huge for me. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hello, all my little sluts. It's me, Mama Slut. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. I just wanted to hop on here real quick to let you in on a sexy little deal. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jockstraps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping, oh my god. (laughs) I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me, and... Girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. Hey, you disgusting pervs. We all like sex toys, right? Nipple clamps, vibrators, masturbators, oh my. Good For Her has one of the best selection of sex toys, learning resources, online workshops, and gender expression materials you can't find anywhere else. Go to goodforher.com and use code SEXEDWITHTIM10 for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. That's G-O-O-D-F-O-R-H-E-R.com and the code S-E-X-E-D-W-I-T-H-T-I-M-1-0 at checkout for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. And they ship worldwide. Trans-inclusive, feminist, and pleasure-focused, Good For Her has been doing the Lord's work since 1997, bringing you everything you need to get that... Uh... Uh... The show is about to begin. Yes. Um, this is like uh kind of a curious question, but what's your favorite sugar that you've received? So a vacation, a dinner, money? Vacation. New York City. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Shut up. I went yeah. to New York City on sugaring. Yeah, he sugared me. He sugared me a New York trip. I know. <gasps> it was amazing because it was yes. the rich. It was New York City as a rich person. And I'm like, this is magical. Oh, my yeah. God. Because if I were just visiting New York City as poor little me, I wouldn't be able to do all of this stuff. I wouldn't be able to go mm-hmm. to these restaurants mm-hmm. and these Broadway shows and like all this. Oh, my God. It was amazing. That That is how to experience New York City. Let me tell you. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Like, he literally bought my plane ticket, 
got me my hotel room mm-hmm. and all he wanted in return was just like pictures of me having fun i'm like sure i can do that uh like you know you're gonna oh. you're gonna foot the bill for all of my meals and like a broadway show i get to sit in orchestra hello wait yeah. were you there with him or by yourself by myself because he was oh doing business God. here in Canada. So he sent me over to New York. And then uh, during the night, we would just kind of just like FaceTime. And like, wow. you know, um, yeah, I, I miss him. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he is now. But like, yeah, that was great. That sounds crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. My experience yeah. vacations have always been I accompany them mm-hmm. type deal. So, You've and that's be, fine with yeah. me depending on who it is, right? Uh, so if I have a good right. enough connection with them and they're cool enough, like that's perfectly fine. And the New York, the New York trip was with somebody who was yeah. fantastic. So it was super fun. It was absolutely great. But I have had trips that aren't because there's just, that's a lot of time <laughs> to be <laughs> spending with somebody. Yeah. You have to really be on the same mm-hmm. page. Do you find that when you're out with a sugar daddy that you kind of get those weird looks from other people that they kind of know what's going on? I had I had one time I was having dinner with a sugar daddy and the waitress referred to me as his daughter and he got he <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this is a bad, this is not, this is not a good rest of the night right here. Yeah. Oh, that, that server should have just been like your colleague, your date. Oh, my God. I was on a date with a guy and he is also Asian. And then the server called him my brother. And I'm like, ma'am, I fully came in this boy's ass not longer than five minutes ago. That is not my brother. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's good though. That was smooth. Oh God. Oh, that is oh, <laughs> to be called your date's daughter. Mm-hmm. Was he at least like how old was he? If I may ask. You may. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh he was around sixty. He was okay, one of the yeah. older ones that I've that I've mm. dated. But my thing is like like I said before, it has to be there has to be some sort of attraction. So with him, right. um, we really connected because he had a pet deer and like that like really <laughs> spoke to me when I first met him. And I'm like, that's really sweet. And I like this person a lot. So I, I did wow. actually that one lasted a really long time. So he was one of the older ones that I've, that I've had, but yeah. So, I mean, it kind of, you can kind of understand. Yeah. Look at you living <laughs> but, your Disney princess fantasy over here with like a nice King. <laughs> I do love the older guys, though. I have a preference for older men when it comes to picking out my sexual partners. They're just so much better in bed, in my opinion. Um, actually, there's this one guy that I've been, like, fucking around with for, like, the last year. Like, we've been having sex consistently for, like, every single month. And he kind of footed the bill for his cottage that I'm going to in a few months. So, um, I'm going to be... 
Yeah, I'm going to have a, a little staycation, a home away from home, by the lake, full with like a hot I tub, know. finished house. I know. And he's going to foot the bill this. for it. Mm-hmm. I, need, I, I, I need this in my life. Find yourself sign, some sign older, yeah, some older <laughs> bisexual man. And like, yeah, this guy is so handsome. I'll show you a picture later, but like, he's so hot, like gray hair, nice dick. He works out. He's still got tattoos. His skin hasn't loosened up in like 10 years. Totally gorgeous. Yeah. I love it. I like my, my favorite age is probably upper thirties to lower forties, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, for me, um, for me, older would have to be 50 to 60. Okay. Somewhere around that. Yeah. My current sugar daddy is in his 50s. Okay. Sign me up. Tell him that yeah, Tim great. is available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim is great. available. Yeah, I'll come out of sugaring retirement just for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it kind of sounds like you have a kind of trend, like a little bit of a sneaky, sneaky sugar <laughs> sugar thing going on. <laughs> Sorry if you don't want me to say that. But I know. No, no, it's fine. It's what fine. What you got going sounds pretty nice. <laughs> I know. I mean, it. Honestly, now that I look back at it, yeah, I don't think I've retired from sugaring if I'm getting some sugar out of this <laughs> fuck buddy relationship. <laughs> Depends on no, how you define it. <laughs> that's true. Oh, my God. Okay, so I want to talk to you about Sugaring 101 in terms of like anyone that's listening to this episode who wants to go into sugaring. So... <laughs> Uh, there's a potential sugar baby out there that's kind of thinking, hmm, should I, shouldn't I? What's like the first step, whether it be like an internal questioning or like a practical app that they would go on to? What's the first step that a potential sugar baby has to do to get into sugaring? I definitely think internal questioning is a great first step because it is good. It does ask a lot of you. Um to be a sugar baby because kind of what I was saying before all of that energy you have to expel some people that's going to be really difficult to do personally for me that's difficult to do over a lot of time so I can't do really long extended dates and I really don't spend the night uh, with because that's just too much energy for me to expel so a personality person there's going to be different personality types that are probably going to enjoy it more and I specify enjoy it more because, yeah, you can probably do it, but if you're not having a good time, eventually it's going to be mentally taxing and probably not very mentally healthy. So being outgoing, if you know you're somebody who's good, a good listener, that's a really great quality and aspect, I think, to have going into it because a lot of the time you have to like be asking questions and listening in the sense that you're giving them a good experience and you're making them feel good too. That's a very common thing. If you're going out on dates, like if you're going and having dinner and like you are going to be in these situations where you need to keep a conversation going, those are qualities that you want to have. You want to be a good listener and you want to be able to like ask those questions. And I also think being curious is a really good quality to have because a lot of these people and my favorite sugar daddies have been entrepreneurs and successful business owners, etc. And so being curious about 
how they got successful, what it was that made their success, what they do, all these things. Like, I love finding that stuff out. I think that's exciting. And I want to like take those tidbits. I really like the mentorship side. And so that's something they really latch onto. That's something a lot of them get into being a sugar daddy for because they like to feel like they're mentoring somebody or being a good network connector for them, like all of those types of things. And so these are all things to think about, like, is this what you want from it? Or are you strictly going into it for money? Because that might not be the very best reason to do it. You have to have a little bit of other stuff going on too, in my opinion. Um, but, but again, this is all just my opinion. So anybody can do it if they want, if they want to try, but I think these things really help. And then after that, obviously, it's just you have to start doing it and trying it. I think the easiest way is to make a profile and seeking arrangements because it's really the biggest platform out there. And so you're going to have the most options. That also means you're going to have the most people to sift through. So it's kind of like give and take. Not always great, but it's still it's free for sugar babies. And for the most part, you can find verified sugar daddies. So that's kind of a nice little comfort aspect yeah okay cool 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 what are some of like the common obstacles that new sugar babies face when they start going into sugaring so earlier you mentioned how the stereotype of women being manipulative is a problem for sugar mm-hmm. babies but i actually mm-hmm. think there's a lot of sugar daddies out there who are super man- manipulative and that is something you have to watch Ugh. out for well, Men the- being gross, <laughs> unheard of. <laughs> mm, I know, crazy to think about. <laughs> but <laughs> I think really the biggest thing there is just them trying to push your boundaries and make you do things that you don't want to do, either sexually or just intimacy-wise, or even just if you're not comfortable like going somewhere or like going to their house because you haven't met like hung out with them enough like anything like that i think that a lot of them will like try to start pushing you but maybe before you're ready to do that kind of stuff and that's something you really have to think about and define your lines ahead of time like you're not going to cross these things it doesn't matter how much money they offer especially especially just wait until you're like no that's a hard limit and then they're like if i give you 500 extra dollars oh oh i don't like that like you, you say that you're not going to have sex with him, but he says, if I give you $500 more, then you're going to go fuck him. I'm like, mm, no, I don't. Mm. That's toxic. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like that. Toxic. Gross. But it, but it happens. Because for me, um, I've always been like, anal is off off limits. Like, that's just not something I'm going to do in these relationships. Girl, I'm going to talk to you about anal after the show. <laughs> We're going to walk you okay. through it. <laughs> that's okay. But anyway, I'm like, that's off limits for these relationships. And they're always like, well, I can I can do more. And I'll be like, what? I'm like, what do you mean more? <laughs> I, do you want do you want more for that? And I'm like, no, this is not what that is. Like, we're not we're not we're not negotiating sexual acts and money here. <laughs> this is a <sighs> this is a relationship and this is a limit. Like I can have limits with in a traditional relationship too. That's okay. It's okay to have mm-hmm. limits. You can find somebody yeah. else for that. Like, goodness. I love that you keep saying that this is a relationship because this is really what it is, right? It's not like an escort doing his work um where if they want, you know, to push their boundaries then that's going to have to be more money. But you as a new sugar baby, should be establishing your boundaries right from the get-go, 
Like, yes. I will not do this. I will. Like, like, it doesn't even have to be like a sugar thing. Like, it can be in any relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, this is who I am. I'm not going to compromise my personhood and my humanity just because you're giving me money or you're taking me out on vacations. Like, that is financial manipulation. And that's not cute. Ugh. That's disgusting. Really not cute. Like, super Mm-mm. not cute. <laughs> but gross. they do that. And that's something as a new sugar baby, be be prepared for because going into it, you might just be like, oh, whatever, la-di-da-di-da. And then they hit you with, well, what about all this extra money? And if you're not prepared for something like that, you can drop one of your limits really fast in the moment. And then afterwards, that's not going to feel good. Yeah, because if a new sugar baby goes into a sugar relationship thinking money first, then Mm -hmm. they're going to be easily manipulated by anything with a dollar sign. Well, and especially if you're super in a in, in a really bad financial spot, right? And you're doing this because you really need the money, that makes it harder too. And that is why some sugar daddies bring that out because they know you're easy in that oh, sense. They know God. you're struggling and they know that's a soft spot and they will push those buttons. And like, in my opinion, if there's any red flags in that sense, you don't continue, you don't see them, right? But Sometimes they can yeah. seem perfectly fine at first and you don't find that out till later. And that's kind of mm-hmm. shitty. I'm actually but. glad that you brought that term up, red flags. What are some of the other common red flags besides financial manipulation that sugar babies should be on the lookout for? That's one of them. And that because that can start that can start as early on before you've even met them. And I actually had somebody DM me recently and they're like this person's really pushing for this sexual act and I don't know if that's weird or not. And I'm like, I would say move on because if they're pushing for it now and you haven't even met them, you're not even in person, You like they're going to continue that for the rest of the relationship. They're always going to do that. They're going to keep pushing and keep pushing and that's just not fun to deal with. That's going to be like really stressful and that's going to take even more energy than you're already giving as a sugar mm-hmm. baby to keep mm-hmm. fighting. That's... Um, just in general, not wanting to meet in public first or go for coffee or drinks first, really pushing for an intimate first session, first meeting, that's mm-hmm. a red flag. He, like, I don't do that personally. Um, I do know some Where, people who... Like the first, first interaction meeting, is at mm-hmm. their house or something? Ooh. Yeah. I do know people who have been okay after doing that, but... I always say meet in public first with these things. I agree. It's for safety. Uh, Let's see. Other red flags. Just listen to your gut is really the biggest thing. If something that they're doing is making you uncomfortable, especially initially, especially when you don't know them, that's huge. And that's just not, it's not worth it. So I remember one specific occasion I was going to get coffee with this person. They wanted to have like a phone call first. And so I was on the phone with them and they kept bringing up how don't be late. That's super like a bad look. Don't be late. I can't stand it when people are late. And they just got really, really nasty about it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to meet you. Bye. Yeah. For a coffee date. Don't be late. We're getting coffee and I'm meeting you. And I was just like, that's not a good look. And that's making me uncomfortable. So I'm not going to meet you. It's fucking coffee. What are you so impressed about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So stuff like that, I just am like, this isn't worth it. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
I'll find somebody else. Thanks. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. So okay, yeah, but those are some red flags. Well, what about like green flags? What's a sign of a good, responsible sugar daddy? Communication forward. So good, good. Yes. So that's so that's something that's just amazing about these relationships in general is that you have to have all your communication up front. But somebody who's like excited about it and excited to work with you on it isn't afraid to have the conversations of finances and allowances, isn't afraid of having the conversation of, hey, I want I want the allowance up front to like at least initially because there's no trust here yet. Um, Somebody who's not afraid of that kind of stuff. Uh, I also think a huge green flag would be somebody who's excited to do things with you. Oh, like, well, and it's true because if they're not so worried that this relationship may or may not include sex, if that's not their only focus and they're excited to like go hiking or paddleboarding or like go out to dinner and they're already talking about restaurants and stuff, that's huge. That's a great sign because that means like they're excited for the relationship and they're actually treating it as a relationship. Oh, that's so sweet. Like they're not expecting sex or or, or maybe they are, but it. that's not like <laughs> that's what not am I saying? Like, they're the men. only thing. <laughs> they're men. They're always going to expect sex one way or the other. <laughs> Some of them are so worried about it too that they're so worried they're not going to be getting it, and you know because you've hung out with them enough, you know that what they're looking for is really the intimacy and less the actual sex. But they're so worried mm. about the sex, it's just like eye roll (laughs) like major (laughs) eye roll like no you're more excited about the cuddles afterward let's be honest that's cute that's cute you know i'm very much excited for cuddling which is why i have like a huge dick you know right behind me because that's the only that's the only dick that's gonna cuddle me after every time (laughs) i orgasm um no but on the the topic of sex what's like sex with the sugar daddies like because i don't know what straight older straight men are doing these days i don't understand straight sex the mechanics don't make sense to me um (laughs) i don't know whose penis goes into whose butt but um yeah like what's like the sex like with a sugar daddy when it comes to like a new baby that is entering a relationship knowing that sex is in the very near future it's interesting because it's very different depending on the person so a lot of times it'll be just the most vanilla quick sex sexual experience you've ever had so literally it'll be like i'm gonna eat you out you're gonna suck my dick i'm gonna penetrate you missionary we're gonna cuddle i have had it absolutely (laughs) follow that timeline to a point and it's like it's like okay three minutes each thing so it's like, I'll eat you out for three Fun. minutes. And then it'll be like, it'll be like, was was that good? Did you like it? And you're like, well, I mean, yeah, but it was it was three minutes. I can't really get very far in three minutes as a woman. Minutes. But you know, um, it was great though. Good job. And then and then you like go down and you're and you're giving them a blowjob and you're like you're like enjoying yourself a little bit because blowjobs are fun. And then and then they're like, all right, I I want to have sex now and so then you like get on your back and sometimes they'll put a little pillow under you and then they'll they'll, then it's penetration sex and then they come and then it's over and then you cuddle like honestly that happens quite a bit to be completely honest but then other times 
they have a really like hard time coming and so then you go through every yeah. position in the book and it lasts 45 minutes to 60 minutes and like then then it's like okay I'm gonna be I'm gonna be get sore the tomorrow. Aid, get the yeah, the, and, honestly. I've also had it. Yeah, well, I've also had it be like, okay, I need a break, and then you have like a little breaky break, <laughs> cuddle session, and then you go back into it. So I, it's it's all over the board with with what yeah. it is, and you never know what to expect going into it uh, <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> I've had some very interesting encounters. I've also just had some really boring ones, but honestly. It's pretty straightforward, especially this is going to sound a little bit bad. Just bear with me. But like for straight old white men, it's the older they get, the more like traditional on that timeline I was describing. It's it's likelier. <laughs> it's likelier to be that the older They're they gonna get. They're going to stick to missionary. And then, you know what? Missionary is so underrated. It is oh. like... Oh, I have yeah. so many opinions about that. Yeah. Ooh. It's Let's so it. underrated. Well, <laughs> it's so underrated because you can do so much with it. Like, like I I really like being choked. And missionary is like the best choking available position. It just yep. really is. Like, you can choke. You can be choked so easily in missionary. I mean, doggy's great, too, because you have, like, the arm around. But... But, but like, I like the eye contact with so it. Good. You have the eye contact, you have the choking, and like, the, like maybe if you're in a like, little rough or like little slappy slaps, like, I don't know. Yes. There's just so many things that can happen in missionary that can't happen in other positions that I think it's super underrated. That's it's, my little rant for the day. No, honestly, it's like the Honda Civic of sexual positions. It's oh, going to get you from A to B. It will, like, no, honestly, like, it's so reliable. And, like, mm-hmm. there's barely any, like, instructions on how to do missionary. You just face each other, and then you rub your junk against each other, and then you're good to go. That's mm-hmm. perfect. I love that. Oh, my God. Um, this is leaning more into the emotional side of um, practical sugar advice. But what happens when the relationship starts to get stale in a sugar relationship? Like, whether you're bored or he's bored... Like, you know, what are some of the warning signs that like, okay, this isn't going to last that much longer? Well, okay. Two questions kind of there. I think when it happens, honestly, it just ends. If if it's if it's boring. Well, because it's so structured, unless it forms into an actual relationship where you're both in love with each other and you want to be together and you commit to each in other love Ooh. unless it unless it goes that direction if it becomes stale it ends right likely anyway so and honestly sugar relationships can turn into just relationships where you decide that you want to be together regardless of the initial terms that can happen i've heard of that happening actually quite a bit so that's definitely one route that can happen if it goes stale though it probably ends and you find new people the other thing is typically sugar relationships are open relationships everybody just uses nsa no strings attached for that right but they're probably fucking other people or seeing other people and it's probably on both ends it's probably both people doing that and so really it just dies off 
between you two or you find somebody else that you end up spending more, more of your time with. Um, that's a very likely route for that to happen if you're just not enjoying each other anymore. To prevent that, that's really interesting. I I don't know. I would just treat it like a, any other relationship. I know that sometimes allowance will go up in sugar dating relationships. So allowance could go up. Um, I do think that the the timeline of what you do together is really interesting in sugar relationships because typically trips and stuff come with time and come with closeness. And so like in a regular relationship, it's a little bit different because you don't really discuss everything as much. I think you maybe should, but Mm -hmm. typically it's not something that's like, I think I think we should do this trip or whatever. And it's like literally going to Australia or some shit, like crazy expensive, (laughs) like insane trip, whatever. But I think that that could start to happen. Um, You can spice up a sex life like normal to keep it from going sterile. Um, But I would say adventure, like just do more adventurous stuff. I mean, when money isn't. Because here's the thing. In a sugar relationship, money is probably not a huge concern like maybe a traditional normal relationship with somebody. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. money to spend to keep the relationship alive. You have money to spend to do adventurous, cool stuff. You can go and rent motorcycles or like you can go and do like any crazy expensive thing. Go skydiving. Like money's money's not a problem. Just go do something adventurous. That'll spark things up, right? Enroll yourselves in a bondage class. How about that? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Oh, yeah. I want to take a bondage class. Oh, it's really, really fun. So uh, I went to a class one time where, like, they showed all these different, like, rope designs that you can do. And then um, they started showing, um, like, really light torture devices like wax, um, electro, like, electric rods. Um, If you're into that, which I am as a top, but... Who am I kidding? I'm a bottom. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I'm versatile. Uh, <laughs> my hymen is intact. What other lies are we going to spill? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, that. So basically, variety is the spice of life, even in a sugar mm-hmm. relationship. So I yes. love that. What but about? I love that yep. sugar relationships. Money's not an object, so like, go mm. do all the things. I know exactly, right? Because like, if you're just gonna ask Daddy for like, hey, you know what? I think we should do this, and it costs like this many zeros. Sure, perfect. Let's do it. do it. If we think it's a good yeah. idea, that's amazing. Oh my god, I love it. Um, this next one is another personal um answer, but how do you manage your finances when it comes to a sugar relationship, like? Uh, some sugar babies might be too shy to ask for more or the daddy might be a little withholding. And also like if you're going into a sugar relationship with a specific goal of um, maintaining a relationship and your money, like are there some practical ways like open a checking account or a credit card? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of just like spitballing here about the money side of the sugar relationship. But what's your thoughts? Yeah. As far as conversations or about money you that's just something that you have to get over and that's something that you practice getting over from the start it is uncomfortable but it's it's just something that you have to do i mean this is a sugar you go into it knowing you're gonna have 
the conversation around money and you're probably going to continue because I've had, actually, I think one of my first sugar daddies started giving me like slightly less than the agreed upon allowance, like very slowly over time. And I was like, maybe this, maybe this is just a this month thing. And then the next month it happened again. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is becoming a problem. And I was like, so new to being a sugar, sugar baby. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I really don't want to have to bring this up. It feels mean. Honestly, it felt mean to me to be like, why, why aren't you giving me the agreed upon allowance? Because I didn't know maybe something was going on in his family or his finances or something. And I was like, I shouldn't be shouldn't be asking him that but yes you absolutely should be asking him that because you entered the relationship on this these are like terms that are very important so absolutely have that conversation and don't be shy about it and just be like hey i've noticed this is happening i'm just wondering why and then that opens it up it's really easy it's not attacking it's not aggressive you're asking a question and honestly if that offends them then they have both of you have bigger issues so like well I mean yeah honestly like it's the relationship suffering at that point and that's not good because that's a question that anybody should be okay with getting right and you just have to kind of be like well this is what we agreed to and if that's not okay with you anymore then I think we need to move in different directions and end this oh yeah you got to put on your big girl panties for those heavier conversations yeah Yeah. but honestly i mean if they're not doing the agreed upon terms and you are that's a problem that's not a that's not Mm -hmm. it's not a good relation i mean that's that's they're they're failing so you have to have those conversations and the sense of allowance going up uh and different things that can happen i know sometimes they'll give you a credit card that they manage. And that's like a really, I think, a really solid option because it's uh, a credit card that, I mean, they're handling, but you have your name. Like, it's just a really good situation because it's not something that you have to really worry about too much, right? They're worrying about it. And I always like to do things on that end, right? Always cash, always like have them get you a credit card or all of those type of things. Like that's really, honestly, I think the best next step. So after a cash allowance, the best next step, in my opinion, would be you get a credit card. It's happened to me before. Where, yeah? Um, yeah. So a quick story. Um, so daddy gave me his nice, heavy platinum <gasps> card. I know. Oh, I know. And be, I know I'm like wet just thinking about it now. Um, but Right. Oh my God. He would tell me to go shopping from like 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., uh, like once a week, spend anything I want in that five hour window. Uh-huh. And oh yeah, my God. Literally, <laughs> I like splurged on designer shoes, mm-hmm. on fucking plane tickets if I wanted to. Yeah. And he got off on his phone vibrating from the notifications that his card is being used at X store or whatever. Yeah. This sounds like a little bit of a financial kink going on. (laughs) Honestly, I thought that I was escorting again to be a financial dom, but that's what he got off on. He really enjoyed me spending his money. I love that. And I was like, 
I know. I'm like, oh, thanks, Daddy. And like, you know that because like five hours, my arms can only carry so many bags. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'd be bringing friends. Like, I'd be like, all right, you're right, carrying right, this bag. To the, you're carrying this armful to the car. I'm gonna keep going yeah. here. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I was so curious as to what the limit was, but it just kept going and going through. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I love I that. Find yourself, find yourself a heavy platinum card daddy. Oh, mm. God. It's great. That's it's, goals. That is oh, yeah. sugar daddy goals for sure. It was truly delicious. I miss him. I don't know where he is. I don't know where any of my sugar daddies are anymore, but um, I wish I'm them the best waiting. of luck. I'm still waiting to find a sugar daddy who just pays off all of my debt right away. Just like, pff, I know. Gone. Thank God. Like, please. Oh my God. Ugh, <sighs> yes. Ugh, I will fully like do anything you want when you pay all of my debt. Buy me a house, <laughs> cover my rent or my mortgage, whatever. Like, uh, I will like do that thing you saw in that fancy porno that you saw that one time. <laughs> please. <laughs> <sighs> That'd be amazing. That's gold for me right there. Oof. I know. Pay yeah. all my student debt, everything. Pay off That'd my be, house. Oh my god, it, it's so sexy. Um, but like, um, I just want to ask one more thing, and this may or may not be heavy, but mental health and mm-hmm. sugaring. Because earlier we did talk about like how sugaring is so emotionally taxing. Not as much as escorting, but not a contest. Um, but uh. You know, it still requires a bit of emotional labor on your part. So how do you personally regulate your mental health when you're in sugar relationships? For me, it's really important that my boundaries are all obviously being respected. But also, it's important that I can step in and step out whenever I want to. And I mean, like, entirely as a sugar baby. So if I feel like I'm becoming too reliant on it, that's too much of a danger zone for me personally. So that's something that I look out for. So if I become financially dependent on having a sugar daddy or something, then there's too much pressure on me to keep doing it because that is now putting my boundaries in danger. Like I was talking about earlier when you first walk into those or whatever – It can be really hard to say no to offers of more money to do things. Well, at any point in time, if I become financially reliant on a sugar daddy or whatever, I'm now in that position. And personally, for me, I don't want to be in that position. So being able to say I'm choosing to do sugar right now, I'm choosing to be a sugar baby right now because I enjoy the relationships and I enjoy the extra financial income I'm getting That's really important. That's something that I have discovered is a personal need of mine. If I become reliant on it, it's just, it's mentally bad. Because even if those pressures aren't being placed on me by the sugar daddies, like that's on my mind and I am putting that pressure on me. And I'm like, all right, I can't suddenly say I have to reschedule this date because I'm having a bad day because I'm not mentally capable of giving that much today I have to go through with it because I need this money that's not somewhere that I ever want to be or place myself so for me that's huge writing down like for me if I'm ever emotionally or mentally stressed or unsure about things I just like start to write and that helps me a lot and so if I'm like trying to figure something out or if I'm trying to decide if somebody is 
somebody I want to date, I'll just start like writing and whatever comes out is like really therapeutic. So that's something I do. Uh, journaling is like a huge, a huge thing that people recommend all the time. But like genuinely, I don't consistently journal. I just like have notebooks that I'll just start writing in. It's not like something I pressure myself to do, but it's something I know helps me. And I just like to keep like various things in the back of my head that are tools I can use if I'm ever in need of one. Um, yeah, let's see. Where am I at? Just knowing your boundaries and like learning about yourself is super important and trying to always like understand when it's too much, when you're trying to do too much too. So for me, it's like one to two dates a week is all I can do. And I stick with that. Like I won't try to do more. I'll never tell somebody I'm going to do more because I know I can't keep up with that. So Because like you're balancing yeah. your partner and your sugaring. Mm -hmm. And that's like already a lot of mental labor on your part. Multiple Oof. relationships are really hard. Like it's hard to be in a relationship it, but, with one mm. person and then you add Girl, like more. Oh my gosh. It's like. It's hard enough to love myself, let alone another person. <laughs> Amen. <Excuse me>. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, no, it's it's difficult. And that's that's something that I always am really upfront about with sugar is I'm like, I can only put so much of myself into this relationship and I don't know if it's going to be enough for you. Here's what I can offer. And then like I let them go from there. Um, if that's enough for them, fantastic. And I mean, I've gone through a couple sugar daddies. Like when I first moved to where I am now, it took a while to find one that would work with me on it because they all wanted more than I can offer. And I'm like, look, I already have this relationship going on and I can only give so much. So and they're like, you're mm. never going to find anything. Well, guess what? I found something. <laughs> so, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. You're, you're truly out here living your best life. And I love you for it, Ellie. Like you're just like getting your, what is it? Get, you're getting your bag, as the kids say it. I don't know what the kids say anymore. I feel so old. Um, <laughs> gross. Yeah. No, it's totally amazing. Um, do Have you learned anything about yourself? Or just like, are you taking away any big lessons in your experience as a sugar baby? I have learned so much about myself because I became a sugar baby. It's nuts. I've learned that I, I, I've just like become an entirely different person in all the on all the good ways I'll, I'll specify because it could be bad too but become an entirely different person I've grown and I've, I've become so much more open and open-minded too and I've also learned that like I really enjoy people I enjoy getting to know people and making people feel good but also I like to feel good from it too. Like there's just so many things, right? But I continue to do it because I like to continue to learn. And these people can teach so much because like they're older. They've gone through a lot. There's also a lot of stereotypical old white men who have the same opinions on everything that you kind of have to sift through. But there are really smart people out there who you're going to connect with who are going to have great advice and 
we're going to be doing something in the line that you're interested in, right? So like I think entrepreneurship and business and business stuff is really cool. So that's what I gravitate towards. But I know sugar babies who are interested in going into the medical field. Well, guess what? There are a lot of doctors who are sugar daddies. So you mm-hmm. can like get advice from them, get their experiences, just nerd out. A free out checkup for all because care. the healthcare system sucks. <laughs> that's a good one i didn't think about that but yeah so so there's going to be somebody that like piques your interest or has already done what you want to do and you can talk to them about it and learn about it and i think that's super fun i like that's one of my favorite parts about it so (sighs) i don't think that really answered your question but yes i (laughs) i have i have learned a lot i've grown as a person and i only would want that for everybody else who does it too but i know that's not always the experience which makes me sad Mm -hmm. because it can just be really hard to find anybody to even meet with in the first place i mean location dependent luck there's a lot that goes into it patience lots lots of things to consider when you're going into sugaring but it seems like you've represented such a good like portion of the sugaring uh industry that Anyone that's going to listen to this, they're going to take away something. But if they didn't, can you give the audience something to take away? Just like an all-encompassing statement for them to be like, okay, this is no the lesson No pressure at all. <laughs> no pressure. Just, just a light an all-encompassing <laughs> statement about sugar dating. <laughs> Oof. Oh. Take it easy now. Okay, let me see. Um... Everybody should be benefiting from the relationship and you can decide how you want to benefit and you can make those demands that you want for that. Just also listen to their demands. Be realistic before you do it. If you can give what they need. Yeah, I, I would say that that's really important. Be realistic about it. And but also don't be afraid to like ask for what you want and make the demands that you want. That's the beauty of sugar dating is you get to do that right up front. Love so. it. Oh my god, that's I think that's like literally the perfect note to end on. Um, Ellie, <laughs> I am so obsessed with you. I can't get enough of you. The audience probably can't get enough of you either. So make like a butt and plug away anything that you want for the audience to visit. Oh, it's <laughs> whether beautiful. it's your podcast. Thank you. Um, whether it's your podcast or your socials, where can people get a hold of you? So social media at SugarPussPod is the podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. You can go follow those. My personals are at Ellie Sugar Ray on no underscores, no any nothing weird there, just Ellie Sugar Ray. Um, and then the podcast is called Sugar Pussy. It's everywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of those good things. Uh, but just say hi uh, if you have experiences or interests with sugar dating. I will literally just nerd out about it all day long with you. I think it's fun. I love meeting people and talking to people about this stuff. So don't be don't be a stranger. Just drop in. Say hi. <laughs> That's about it. Perfect. And we are going to go dry off our wet pussies from that uh, credit card story. And I'm going to teach you all about anal after I hit stop recording now. Um, But audience, thank you so much for making it this far into the show. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I will see you at the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. 
Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdWithTim. You can also like and follow me on the SexEdWithTim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah!